All right, finally I locked her in. I don't have to act like this Rico Suave guy anymore. And be like this slob who scratches his balls on the couch. And, you know. yeah. Welcome to Camping for Assholes. I really thought like a lot of things were going to change after I crossed the threshold of marriage. And now being in my 30s and looking back on that, that, uh, that occasion, I realized that like nothing really changes. And Josh, you're recently married. Mm. So I'm assuming you might have a little more insightfulness on the recent marriage feeling or that the world changes, you know, or whatever. Like, did you get that epiphany or? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm just so in fucking love. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, I, I think it's, um, uh... A lot of the same, and I'm pretty sure it will continue that way. Yeah, I think it was like, uh, <laughs> okay, this is this is gonna sound horrible, and my wife is gonna watch this and be mad at me. <laughs> but it almost feels like there's that forced, like you know, like, oh, I love it when you call me wife, and I love it when you call me hubby, and you start doing all those cutesy things. And I remember those moments, but like even looking back on that, it was just like. You're just people and you, and you love each other. And like the, the, to me, the title didn't mean shit. It didn't matter. Like, I don't know. I, that's, that's, I don't know if you guys, any of you guys want to disagree with that or if you felt like it was like some big like change, but, but I felt like yeah. nothing, nothing real. I think, I think that's like the, what do they call it? The honeymoon phase or something, the stage where you're just kind of like so in love with each other and it's not, you know, you, got your cutesy little nicknames and crap like that and then you know once you start getting into a rhythm and you almost start living with someone more and more and you just want to rip their head off sometime mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad, bad what, what, what's you your know, what's your nickname for me <laughs> yeah well, i don't even know what does jackie hey, call asshole? you <laughs> no, yeah, asshole? Really, no we don't really have <laughs> too many nicknames to be honest well, um, I think I used to say darling back when we were dating, but then it was just kind of, like I said, you just, you get out of that honeymoon stage and it's just kind of like you're in a rhythm and, you know, you get kids and it's not that the love has fallen out, but you know, it just, your it's parents just now, dry, your, it, it no dries adult, up. You know? Yeah. Different stage of like dating. Cause like dating, you're trying to like win this person over completely. And it's not as much as it, like you get over the hump, like, all right, finally I locked her in. I don't have to act like this Rico Suave guy anymore. I can be like this slob who scratches his balls on the couch. And, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's like you just kind of fall into yourself and you, each other, you both know each other now. So it's like, you know, you can kind of act yourself a feel more once you're married. I guess if that's maybe a plus. I think I more or less start any relationship just kind of doing all the things wrong just to kind of test the waters a little bit. I don't know if you guys are like that at all, but like, yeah, I won't drop ass in your face like <laughs> on the first date. Oh, but... I thought you started. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I mean, you really just like to save yourself time. Like, you should just like complete bare ass butthole fart right at her, just to see if yeah. she accepts it. If she accepts it, then you know, like, okay, well, that's me at my worst, and it can only get better. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't I know, you guys. Like have... I was gonna say, do you guys have any? Um, do you guys have any uh, other cutesy nicknames or anything like that? Like I was called my wife, babe, like at nauseum, babe. And I think Josh, you, you even tuned into that. 
Like, oh, yeah, I, I just, hey, babe. <laughs> I remember there was one specific time you were grilling out at your house, and I think you were looking for something. <laughs> I think you're looking for a seasoning or maybe meat or something. And I, I sort of got it out of me like 20 times. You yelled, babe, I was going to just fucking shoot myself. But, um, yeah, I get, I get varying degrees of babe. Like that's, that's what I, I know the babe I get when I'm in trouble. I know the babe I get when I did something right. I get nice. uh, all sorts of babes. Do you ever like picture me saying it? When you hear, yeah, I, I specifically <laughs> think of the scene from uh, Hot Rod. Everybody's just thinking about you. Yes. <laughs> Adam, you got any sweet nicknames? I I just have Honey, but again, it's varying degrees. Like I know when Honey is yelled very loudly that I am super fucked, and I know when, like, it's thank you for vacuuming without me asking you to, like. There's, there's varying degrees of everything. The one thing I will say is, is I will disagree with you guys. For me, getting married was like a huge change and it still is. But I think marriage was different for me because I was never, ever, ever going to get married. Like I never wanted to. I was never something that I was interested in because I was never interested in a family. Like kids were just something that I, I love kids. Like it, it's just never a responsibility I wanted personally. Like I love that my nieces and nephews have a return policy. But right, right. <laughs> like my wife and I were friends, and we both kind of knew each other at like a, a, a crappy point in our life. So we just kind of leaned on each other to be there as friends. And then I didn't like. I broke up with a girl and didn't really have anywhere to stay, so she just let me crash. At, I like crash at her place, and I never moved out. Like we just that. We just kind of started dating and ended up getting married and it just made sense all of a sudden. So it was kind of a big change for me to like stop being a selfish person and stuff like that. So it, for me, it was a huge change and it kind of still is like, it's, it's a big change for who I like, who I was before. So yeah, it's just a little different perspective. I think I rope, I rope in my selfishness a little bit, but like, I still, it's like, you know, how they say like you change and everything else. Like for me personally, like, not much like I'm still very selfish and, and shitty in that regard. Like I, I, I my, she reminds me of it all the time too. She'll just be like, you know, think of yourself. And it's like, it could be over nothing. Like if I'm just looking for like my piece of toast in the morning, instead of getting another, you know, everyone else toast, you know, oh, yeah. think of myself. It's like, Oh, I'm still selfish. Sorry. <laughs> You never completely lose that, but it is funny that when you get to those moments where the first thing you think is something stupid, like, where's that, you know, like, I'm sure for you, like, it would be like, where's that guitar or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? You have that thing that you would think about first. Now, it's, I'm sure, like, where's my wife? Where are my kids? Like, you know, those things do change. You like, but your, your core selfishness is like, that's why I married a gamer, because now I don't get yelled at. For playing video games all that's very very smart <laughs> yeah i think with uh with me it was uh i i kind of came into the relationship at my worst so like yes i didn't i i qu recently quit my job i had no income and i was trying to write a l album for a band well with josh 
And it was like, that's what I was going to do. And she's still stuck by me through that horrible time of like, hey, can I move in? And I move in with her and like, I'm just this piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're a keeper. <laughs> she put up with me at my worst. Like, it, it, it sounds shitty, but it was it was like, honestly, like I never thought I'd I personally never thought I'd run into somebody that would accept me for like at my worst. I figured like she'd just be like, oh, this guy sucks and just like move on. But I don't know. She accepted me. I mean, that was that was a beautiful thing to, you know, marry somebody that like it truly accepts you for who you are, not to get all corny and like, oh, like that is a, that is a benefit. <laughs> that is a benefit to everything. But like when you're when you still have your selfish tendencies, then you, you know, you got to you got to navigate those waters carefully and pick and choose your battles. <laughs> I don't know. It's always an yeah, astonishing I mean, moment when people say that uh, that. Uh, women only look for project guys, you know, like they're like women only look for guys they want to fix or whatever. And you think about it and you're like, you not every girl's like that. And then you think about yourself and you look in the mirror and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm totally a fucking project guy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately that's uh, well, I, you know what? Like they don't want to admit it either, but they perfect. (laughs) They got their shit that we have to navigate around and all that kind of crap. Like I'm sure you guys have those moments where, uh, you you just you just want to like look at him and be like, you don't make any fucking sense, and then just and then you want them to just be like you're right. I'm not making any sense, and then you can just go on with your day. But instead, it's a three day excursion down shit road <laughs> because uh, because you grabbed the first piece of toast. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm... <laughs> gotta pick. Like you said, you gotta pick and choose your battles. I think that's like what I've learned. I mean, I think we were just talking before. I've been now married for eight years, and you know, it's like every, every day you learn something new still, it's kind of keeping it fresh, but like, yeah, like there's, I, I think earlier in my relationship in my marriage, God, I'd just be like an argumentative piece of shit. <laughs> it was just like, whatever it would, it's like, that's fucking bullshit. No, like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I feel like, you know, me and Jackie have grown in a relationship wise, like, you know, even since we've been married like for eight years that now it's just like, you know what? I just, whatever, I'm just going to move on from that one. It's not even worth to poke the bear and I'm going to be happier at the end of the day. I'm sure she's going to be happier because she's thinking she's right. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. Sorry, babe, if you're listening to this, but how, how many, how many times have you guys given up on a fight that you knew you were in the right on, but you just let oh, it go. Yeah. You just, I, I, I can't even count anymore. I don't know. I think you, like I said early on, <laughs> I used to, I would never like back down, but now just like, I mean, I, it also kind of comes to the point where it's like, I think when you're younger and you're in a relationship, like you just don't really grasp the concept of it's not really that important. You know, you just, you want to be right. And I think like, like as I've matured and as, you know, Jackie's matured through our relationship, I think it's just kind of like, why the, why the hell are we arguing about something so stupid? Like, like a piece of toast or something like that. Like, you know, like we got more important shit. We got bills, we got, you know, we're looking at houses or something like that, truck payment, you know, there's so much other shit that we could be worrying about rather than who eats the first piece of toast, Jared, you selfish asshole. <laughs> Ash, asshole. I think food, <laughs> food and marriage is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I think yeah. when, cause food is a, it, it becomes a tentious point in a marriage at times or even a relationship. I can't, cause I'm, I'm pretty newly married, but, um, yeah like and there's this thing i guess depending on who you marry 
as a man and we have children, you know, you want to make sure your children are fed first, Jared. Right. And right. <laughs> this is really but actually a usually usually they are. Usually they are. One mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're the man and you provide now and I'm not talking about all households are like this. When you provide, perhaps the man should eat first. <laughs> It's kind of like a wolf pack, you know, the uh, the male eats first, right? You get the steak while your kids get hamburger helper. I just imagine Jared yelling and make a mistake every now and then as he's jumping off the boat while his wife and kids are still standing there. (laughs) (laughs) I make mistakes every now and then. You guys will get the next one. Yeah, you know, like that whole imbalance, too, of like, you know, yeah, if the fucking ship sinks, I gotta wait here, and you guys get to go to safety, so I should get the fucking first piece of toast. That's, yeah. all, I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna need this chicken for the extra half mile. I gotta swim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like you know, I notice you know these differences between, and you know, perhaps again a little bit difference because you, you most all of us have married women, if I'm correct. But um, yes. you know, these little differences as far as like going through the drive-through, that is still oh one of the God. most stressful times in my life going through a drive-thru <laughs> with my wife it's fucking uh, awful i, like, I, I don't agree you agree okay so you have this problem too yes where you go to like taco bell or something and they want just today all she wanted was <laughs> to stop and get cookies at mcdonald's and she goes well how much ask them how much the cookie pack is i'm like i don't do they even have a cookie pack i want to know these things before i go in she was just ask them how much so I ask him and they tell me, she goes, okay, I want that. And tell him I want it fresh. <laughs> it's fucking McDonald's. You're going to get whatever they give you. Oh yeah. They're fresh. You want it fresh. <clears throat> My drive-thru experiences like, are, no, are I, constant I panic. Line there. I'll die for you. I will die for you. I will do many things for you. I try the line at telling McDonald's I want something fresh. <laughs> Go ask them what time their baker clocks in. <laughs> Dude, I, I I I stress out when I'm with the family. The more people, and this this goes for anything. It's not just marriage. Yeah. Like, if if there's a bunch of people in the car and they want to go through the drive-through, I'm immediately sweating. I hate those moments. Like after band shows and stuff, where we try to run through something, it's always a fucking shit show. Because like somebody has to have a special order. Somebody has to mumble behind me. I can't hear them. And then like, <laughs> even like. The fucking menu, like when you pull up, like I don't know if I, I like I lose it. I can't see it. It's right in front of me, but I can't read anything on it. I panic that hard sometimes. Meanwhile, you know, kids are screaming. The fucking bandmates are. I don't know. I fucking hate drive-through sometimes. Just burns out of the drive-through. Holy in order. I, I also get like, I also freak out doing grocery pickup, which is really silly. But like, my wife, what? my wife insists yeah. that we use grocery pickup. But I have to go get it, and that pisses me off. I'm okay with going to the grocery store with said list and getting things, but I never get the right things. But that's because my wife writes down cheddar cheese, and I come home with cheddar cheese. But she's like, I wanted shredded. Okay, well, you got to write down shredded. Would you imagine somebody does it right for you? <laughs> so what's, the, what's the nervousness involved with the pickups? That's what I want to know. It's just the idea of, like, 
having to go there. <laughs> and like, I know Where it's more convenient. <laughs> it's because no grocery pickup is reasonably close to our house. Like we always end up going to like the Walmart pickup or festival pickup. It's like, we don't ever How shop much time there. Do you spend walking around the store, Jared? <sighs> Too much time. <laughs> Too much okay, time. Cool. Thing, I don't like going to the store. Okay, this whole ahead. thing may be more therapeutic for Jared than anything else. This yeah. is true. That was my actual my plan with this was to get some shit off my chest with drive-throughs and grocery stores. <laughs> I, have a good night, everyone. You know <laughs> how silly up. shit goes because like we have this uh, we have this social anxiety like in our household between me and my wife, and even calling in a food order at a restaurant is a debacle. I don't know if you guys have this issue or not, but it's like, oh, yeah. well, you, you call it in. That means the other person has to go pick it up and yeah. both suck equally. They don't, but in my head, both suck equally. I don't want to call them, especially not, not saying this. Like I'm only saying this from personal experience, but consistently, consistently ordering Chinese food on the phone. I always feel like I'm getting yelled at. I'm just saying it. I'm not trying to be anything. By the Chinese it, restaurant or by your wife? No, by a Chinese restaurant. Because <laughs> when you call in the food, for some reason, they yell at you. And I, I, I'm sorry. I can't understand what you're saying. You probably can't understand me. This is a horrible experience. So that one, I'm usually more on bank for like, I'll just go pick it up. Uh, it's fine. Uh, you, you you call it in. But uh, yeah, or, or, or the other way around. We live next door. So like they know who we are and it's five minutes away. Like they're the nicest people on the planet. They I do think, yell though. I think China Walk is the only one. That like yeah they they do yell though I mean that's just, I don't know. Jared, what was that place the kid to, uh... And again, I'm sorry I said that, but if it's the kid, <laughs> he's cool. Uh, Jared, what was that place we used to go to when uh, we delivered beer? The Chinese place. I it was like an old Hardee's or a Pizza Hut or something like that. I thought. Oh yeah, the Ch China, China buffet. buffet. I never got yeah. yelled at in there. Only got high no, five. What, what was that? Remember we bought Troy there that time, and she like screamed at us if we wanted ice cream or something like that and made like some weird like mm, you want ice cream we're like what the fuck no we're good i was I got, good i i got chased i got chased out of there once i sorry to go <laughs> off subject but this is an, an interesting thing i want to get your guys thoughts i have to pee really bad at the chinese buffet i go in to go to the bathroom there's a woman in there cleaning it's a large <laughs> men's bathroom i proceed to take a piss she chases me out. Was I right or wrong? I still don't okay. know. <laughs> when you, when you, you said it was a large bathroom, but I gotta ask, where did you pee? In the urinal, <laughs> right next door. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how long ago? Because I didn't want I didn't want her to oh, feel man, like she years. like she wasn't included. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, you also I also witnessed Josh take a piss at a at a zoo bathroom. And what did you, can I tell this story? Yeah, you can. <laughs> there's like, there's gotta be like 50 people peeing in a huge line at the fucking Milwaukee Zoo. And Josh out of nowhere just goes, I'm so hard. <laughs> in defense, it was my birthday and we got drunk in the zoo parking lot before we went in. That's true. <laughs> did they clear a path for you? Were you like Moses with the water? Not my, like a few people, uh, who was that? Our buddy Tom would occasionally like, do the the little boy piss? He pulls his pants all the way down to his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> he still does that <laughs> in a in his oh, adult life. That's, that. yeah, that's that's a classic classic move. <laughs> I'll clear a bathroom out real fast. <laughs> uh, I hope he watches this anyway. 
So yeah, right. uh, back to um, back on topic. Do you guys? All right. So now that we're you know we're all where we are in life and we're married now and everything. Uh, do you guys feel like life's easier being married though? Because I do. I definitely feel like life is easier. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, I think with like kids, it's like, I feel like if I was like a single dad with the three boys I have, I'd like, I think we were talking before this. I know Jared, you said you wanted me to talk about, but Liam just woke up and I had him. You weren't previous. <laughs> he just woke up and literally walked into the kitchen. Jackie texts me and she's like, Liam just woke up. He's monkeying around in the kitchen. I'm like, well, what's he doing? Tell him to go to the bathroom and go back to bed. And then I heard yelling and she texts me. He just pissed in the garbage can, <laughs> like, <laughs> which I feel like I was, if I was a single dad, I wouldn't be able to do that stuff. Like, you know, she's kind of taking the responsibility, but you know, I just feel like, you know, it's kind of teamwork in a sense, you know, kids are tough and, you know, be able to be there for each other. I mean, I guess life in general is just kind of a, a shit show as it is, but you know, having someone to lean on. So I think it's, I don't know exactly where I was fully going with this, but I don't know. I think it's easier, I guess, having somebody there for you. Yeah, I think uh, those moments are nice to have the, your other half to kind of cool you off. There was so many times. I mean, I, I've i let all broken to tears, like in a panic, like a, in a mess of a, I don't even know if it was a panic, like my, my son wouldn't stop crying for hours. Yeah. And uh, I just, I couldn't get him to stop crying. And then I forget what happened, but a man was just like, it's, yeah, it's, he's not going to die from crying. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the whole time I was just like, I'm the worst father. <laughs> I'm holding you and trying to console you, and you don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Your brain goes into weird places, man, especially, like, when uh, with our son, it was nine months of, like, three hours or less of sleep. He just, like, was, like, constantly up screaming and, Jeez. like, I guess, you know, being being married and like having that and going through that together definitely pulled us pulled us together even closer, which I'm thankful for and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, I still get pissed about the grocery list, but it's I guess I, I guess I forgot about the things we came through before the grocery list. So I'm just having my own oh, little moment. Know, I'm having my own moment here, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Flat it out, I, I man. Flat it out. I think for me, it was, you know, my whole situation is pretty kind of bizarre, actually. You know, I got married for a very specific reason. I mean, obviously, I got married for love, but it was rushed for a reason. And um, I, I mean, Christ, I got married at a place that, that was called Your Special Day in <laughs> Kansas City. That's fine. <laughs> Let me I'm sure you, lots of people special. get married there. Yeah. Was Rob, so, Sch Rob Schneider there? <laughs> Might as well have been. It's a it circle. Pretty, pretty comical, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there was this, you know, and Jared can attest to this, that my track record with relationships have never been very, very good. And um, <clears throat> there, there, as I got older, there had been this anxiety of, you know, I've always wanted to get married. I've always wanted to, you know, have a, a stable family. And especially after... My previous relationship, which which was long, it was roughly about six years or so, and there was this level of anxiety I had, <clears throat> where I was pretty much ready to hang it up. Like I'm just like I have two uncles who are single, 
And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's just what I'm going to do. You know, that's, that's going to be my life. And uh, all of a sudden, it's like the moment I kind of hang it up, you know, Heather comes along and here's this this woman who like, you know, I'm, I don't want to sit there and be like, I have the best wife in the world. But here's this woman who I would say things on purpose to to try to like get a reaction out of and I never got a reaction or like just me perhaps I had been looking in the wrong place for such a long time but then you just kind of instant instinctively know and we, there's like you think you know and then you know and that happened and it was just like that's when my mind was actually blown I thought I had my mind blown before but my mind was actually blown and it was like you know what she has and that's something I, I think we can tap into later is that you know, she has her children and I have my son and it was just like the, both of us, you know, we had been together only a year and we're like, let's just do it. Let's, let's make this a family. And that, that whole anxiety I had been feeling, I didn't realize the pressure I was putting on myself for all those years, you know, not being married and wanting to get married and almost forcing myself to marry somebody who I definitely should have, should not have. Um, it's crazy. It's awesome. It's it's a thing you don't have to worry about anymore. I think that's that's just really cool. Well, was, thank you for sharing. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's uh I went out to the bar the night I reconnected with Amanda because she was a uh we went to high school together and stuff. We never dated or anything back then, but it was very unexpected. Uh, you know, like you just weren't, it's almost like when you're least expecting it, the kind of shit will come up. Like Adam, you even kind of mentioned that a little bit, just kind of sneaks up and bites in the ass. Cause I remember just being like, I'm not going to fucking date anybody. I'm just going to be this horror that dances around and does whatever the hell I want. And I'm, I'm done with girls and whatever. If, if some girl comes along, she's going to have to have this, this and this, and that ain't fucking happening that night. It happened. <laughs> and then it's like the rest is history. But I think, yeah, I can for that. I mean, I think Jared. I think you actually were one of the people that kind of pushed me with Jackie because I, I don't think we were even dating. I think we went disc golfing, didn't we? I just remember we were at that bar out in Clark's Mills, and I'm just like, "Are you are you gonna do, pursue that?" And you're yeah. just like, "Oh, I don't know." And I was just like, "Well, you're a fucking idiot if you don't." Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean you, I, old, you were like how old then, though? I mean, that was, uh, was like 22, I think. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah 23. I mean, I just. I didn't really date in college. I dated like probably one, one or two girls, and I just I got cheated on in both relationships. And I got out of college. Oh, we should like, revisit oh. that talk too. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. But I just I didn't really. I wasn't like looking for anything. And I went to school with Jackie. Never talked to her in high school whatsoever. But our parents were like really good friends. So I came back fresh out of college, poor, living at home with mom and dad. And they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go for fish with you know Jackie's mom and dad." So I'm like, "Yeah, sure. I'll come out for a you know feel." free uh fish dinner jackie came out and then we just kind of had some drinks and then it was just like oh what are you doing back in town i'm like well just kind of looking for a job because i'm fresh out of college poor college guy and uh started hanging out more and more i think we went disking with you a couple other guys and off loveless was there and maybe maybe gray i can't remember it was a big group of us and that yeah i remember you pulled me aside and like what are you doing and i kept getting like asked by people like like so what's going on with you two and like I didn't really realize it. And I think like you said, Josh, it was like almost like an aha moment. Like I've been with her for like the last couple months. And it's just like, I've never been treated like this amazing by another, you know, individual. Mm -hmm. And I just like, kind of, I was like, almost like taking for granted. And so then I think, and I think I, my, my kind of like click 
we were pretty drunk. We went up to St. Cloud because that's where I went to school and we we're moving my stuff out. And some dude at the bar went by and like slapped her ass. And I just got fucking pissed, like furious. <laughs> and I remember we still talk about like joking around to this day. She's like, I, I was just like, whatever. Like, I know, but like, not that she was like cool with it, but she didn't want to make a big deal. And I was just like, I'm going to go fucking beat that guy's ass. And she's like, it's okay. You don't need to do that. I'm like, no, I'm going to go kick his ass. Like, and like looking back now, it's like, gosh, I was just like, you know, I was in love with her in a sense. And it was kind of like that moment on, I think I kissed her for the first time that night and she told me she wants to marry me. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) So I think like six (laughs) months later, I think we got, well, we had a, I put one in the oven a little early, slip one through the five hole and, uh, that kind of sped along the process. So. Your story is very uh, like caveman poetic. Like you, know, you were floating around, and then until your territory was like peed on, you're just like what? <laughs> then you came, came to life. <laughs> the testosterone so, just kicked in. Has everyone here been in a serious relationship and been cheated on? Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how how did that make you guys feel? Because that was uh, that was the that fucked me out of like five years of dating, because it put me in a mental state where I just couldn't actually trust anybody. I don't know if that fucked with you guys like that, but that that was my experience. It was Actually, such. A, it gave, yeah, it, it gave me a really great excuse to cheat in my relationships after that. Yeah, that, the, <laughs> I wasn't that this way wounded duck for sure, but. You can either uh, you can either grow from it or <laughs> stoop down never, to their I level. After, <laughs> I never cheated, but I had like really bad trust issues, and actually, like yeah. Jackie, like even told me like she almost we almost broke it off because I I was so like bad about it, and, and it wasn't that I didn't trust her; it was just something like I felt like it was like ingrained in me. Like I just can't like she'd go out with her friend one night to the bar, which whatever innocent night her and her girlfriend from you know nursing school going out together having a few drinks and talking catching up but like the entire time just because i had those bad experiences like i was just like what are you doing where are you at now and i was just like it was just overprotectiveness it was like ridiculous and i look back now and i'm just like god i was such a dickhead and like she's like i almost broke up with you because i just like she's like you're lucky you're such a nice guy Cause like if it was anyone else, I would have probably just been like, I'm, I can't fucking stand this. Like, you're just like overbearing. I'm like, you know, we'd be laying in bed and like one of her friends would text her at 11 o'clock. Like, Hey, what time are you getting up? Cause she did see, uh, she did, um, hospice aid. So they'd get up at 4am to go do, you know, hospice work at like nursing homes to get ready. And I'd get like text messages. I'm like, who the hell is texting you this early? Like, what the hell? Like, look at your phone. Like it was just ridiculous. So I think that was like, that was a huge hurdle for me in like, especially marriage and a relationship. Like, and I still did it like for a few years after we were married. And I like, I look back now and I'm like, just like, God, like, why did I do that crap? And it, it sucks. Like, you know, being cheated on, I guess, like, cause it just kind of like makes you not want to trust other people, especially when I was in like two back to back relationships. Right. And the worst thing was that I stuck with the second girl for a long, long time when I was told by all my friends, like, dude, you need to just, it's not good. You need to get out of it. And I just was like, you don't know what you're talking about. So I think that was probably worse because I like put so much, so many eggs in that basket and they all fucking cracked, you know? Now that's a, that's a story oldest time right there where you got your buddies like, 
it, it's like that the defensiveness mechanism or whatever just like ingrains in you where you're just like, no, no, you guys don't know. It's like, here's a picture of her blowing some dude. No, that's not her. <laughs> you're in the background watching. <laughs> it's not you. Just complete denial. It does, I mean, that fucking happens. Yeah. Adam, I don't know if you went through some shit you care to share or keep it to yourself. It's up to you. No, it's just, it, it's just, again, it's just, I, I guess it's different for me because I was already on a pretty bad downward spiral when that happened. So I guess it was just kind of, it didn't really matter as much to me, but again, it, it, it was more of a trust issue thing. It was more of a, like, hey, you know, like, what are you, you know, like, are you going out with your friends? Like, who's going to be with you? Like, how long are you going to be out? When are you going to be home? Like, it was, it was a lot of paranoia and a lot of trust issues after that. But to say it was just the cheating thing, I just, I don't really know. Cause like I said, it was already kind of on a, on a hard slip at that point in my life anyways. Yeah, I got, uh, I got blasted with some shit news like as, like I was 19 and I was thinking about like marriage for this chick and <laughs> I found that out and I was just like what? <laughs> you know, it just completely sidelined me. But uh I'm glad it happened. And now now I look at it like completely different. Like I don't know if you guys feel like this or not, but like after being married as long as I've been and our relationship like I just I don't want to know <laughs> I don't want to know anymore there was a time where if there was some shit going down I wanted to know <laughs> I don't want to know anymore just let me be in ignorance for as long as possible <laughs> not saying that's yeah. what's going on but I think that's the better approach and maybe more more uh, people would be happier just like accepting that because then you can just be like okay I, I totally trust you and I don't have to think about it anymore and then if you fuck up well just don't let me find out about it <laughs> I will say there there is something in in this my marriage. It's this is something new in a relationship wise for me. Is that you know we I hope she's okay with this, but oh we boy. talk about our our sex capades quite a bit, and um, it's like freeing because every time like I bring up things I have done in my past that may have been promiscuous or whatever, and I get a lot of like I don't want to hear it. You and I. I'm not even gonna tell you guys what things I've done to get those reactions, but but um, but it, but it, when we talk about it, it's so just natural and freeing. You know, it's kind of like there's there's nothing when you can totally leave yourself vulnerable to anything that you've done. It's it's man, that's like that's the but then you can really relax, you know, and like be yourself. So you know, there's like being yourself, and then there's living as yourself, you know, with someone, and yeah. um, it's it's a great feeling. Is that like, uh, like, so now you talk about your past sex life and then she just hears it out and doesn't care? Like, she's into yeah, it? she thinks or it's hilarious. It... You know, she's okay. like, yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're gross, but cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still in the, I'm still liking it, being in the dark for that kind of stuff. You know, like, oh, Amanda would be like, yeah, talking about, you know, college or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't talk about my stuff too much i guess i don't know that was a maybe that would be free maybe i should just come clean with like everything there's a lot of weird stuff man i don't know if like if that's a guy thing is that a guy thing like we do weird things there's a lot of weird things that we do sexually that just you just if you think about it outright it's just not you shouldn't do that but you do (laughs) i don't know if we want to talk about talk about said things but (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I think people have this psychological fear that the other person's going to have more stories and they're going to be like, holy shit, slow down. Like, I thought you were going to be done at 20. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that conversation. How many have you been with? Uh, six? Oh, okay, 142. I didn't know you meant what? both kinds of trains. You know what? Is I, 143 I, such a bad number? You know, I have a <laughs> I have a buddy that I'm not going to say his name or go into it too much, but I find I wish I wish he would come on here and do an interview. He's he's uh, he's kind of a swinger, and I'm finding out about this whole underground world of I don't know if any of you guys are swingers. I don't care. I don't judge. But man, is that world fascinating to me? It is fucking fascinating. Yeah, that would be cool. gold for a podcast to dive into, like all the weird, like little things. <laughs> That they do, and they're very courteous and communicative, and all this stuff on everything they're gonna do. But yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I'll let you, I'll let that fucking dance in your heads while you try to figure out who no, that I, is. Are you yeah, talking like know, permission yeah. slips and rule sheets and all that kind of stuff? Kind, like, kinda. They really, it really is really? like that. Yeah, it's a wow. very like. That's Jackie was on a couple like uh, moms like Facebook group pages, and it was like after dark. It would be like we have these things they're called nuggets. What's your like child, like children couches or they can like bend them and make them into forts and shit. But there's a nuggets after dark Facebook page, which is like the adults version. Cause people are like, Oh, there's a wedge. You can use it for sexual positions and shit <laughs> like that. And there's some stuff, like some stories like Jackie's like, you got to fucking read this. This is nuts. Like someone like just like the sexual escapades of like these other families. She's like, yep. My husband has his own girlfriend and I have my own boyfriend. And it's just like, we know when it's like Thursday night's my night, you know, Friday night's his night. And they come over and I'm like, wait, what? And like, they are they all, like are they all fucking on these nugget things or and maybe, I don't know if that's <laughs> it's just like, it's just like weird. Cause like, I'm assuming it's like this innocent, like talking about like <laughs> these children, like couch foam things basically. And then they're just talking about having like these swinger adventures, having, side girlfriends and side boyfriends and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do that. <laughs> I don't I, mean, I think when I'm like 78, I wouldn't mind stepping into that lifestyle because at, the, <laughs> at that point, who gives a fuck? Yeah, who are you going to find, Jared, at 70? <laughs> On a fucking, like, that's another... 27-year-old that's like, that's him. Yeah. That's yeah, him. there's a lot of... I want to go to the Santa Claus man. complex. You could. That, that's, um, tr that's true. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe some some have some sad old men. I don't know, man. At that point, you might as well fucking roll around on raisins. It's kind of just all the same shit, isn't it? Because <laughs> your body's all wrinkly and shit. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I feel like Jared has had one of these experiences or something. He knows a little too much. No, I'm just oh, saying. No. When it, I think there's a point in time where you can just let go and not care anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I don't know. You're gonna have to do some reading before you join these swinger groups. The one, the one weird thing about, uh, well, yeah, um, the the age. I always thought I always felt like I don't know if you guys agree with this, but like you don't really like feel like you're an adult until you're like 24 on. That's how I feel like. I feel like my life has only been like this little fucking block. Everything else is like like you know, like a dream or like education or whatever. And then it's like, here's your starting point. So I feel like, I don't know if you guys, this is a little off subject, but like, I feel young at heart 
So mm. when I was younger, I used to feel like, oh, when you're fucking 35, you're going to be like, you might as well fucking die because you're just old as shit. <laughs> now I'm like 35 and I'm looking at like people like Joe Rogan, who's like 53 or 54. And I'm like, well, that, he still looks good. <laughs> There's still time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I wonder like now that like realizing like what it actually is to be an adult, which is not much different than being a kid. <laughs> it's like, OK, well, I got time. I got time to get some shit done. And then when I'm done with said shit, then I, then I don't care. When I'm old and like I'm just like every year's a blessing and like a luck, a struck a luck. Then I think I'll just you know maybe then it'll be swinger life or maybe I'll take on motorcycle riding or I don't know, experiment with things. I, I'm just I don't know. I'm, I am kind of reserved in general. That whole rant made no made no sense. You guys, have any of you ride or get like that that itch? I, I could never understand that like that that drive to ride. <laughs> like, what do you call that? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> motorcycle ride. ride. Motorcycle. Say, are you talking about swinging or cycling? <laughs> no, motorcycle riding. I like, drive I, to ride, baby. Like, I, I never did. understood. Okay, I did please. back in the day. I wanted to get like you know. I think when because Troy had one when we used to work at Hendrix. And I wanted to get like, you know, I didn't want to get a crotch rocket or anything. I wanted to get like a Harley or something, you know, something with a big engine. But I don't know. I think it just, you know, we had, like you said, like getting old, kind of an adult or young thing. We had Logan really quick. So like, I, I feel like we didn't really get that. And then once I had kids, I was just like, shit, I don't even want to risk it. You know, you mm -hmm. see, especially like with kids and like cell phones and shit lately, not even kids. It's just so many people are on like their phones when they're driving. It's like, I just oh, yeah. can't trust anyone on the road nowadays, especially to be in something where I'm on a motorcycle where like, shit, some guy's on his cell phone looking at Facebook and then just clips me and I'm fucking dead. You know, it's like, it's not worth risking it. I mean, I'm sure Jackie might be happy. I got a nice life insurance policy, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't want to risk it myself, to be honest. I just, but maybe I, when I'm older, like you said, I don't know. I, I've, the appeal of that like just never never sung out to me you know how some people get like the calling to do something weird like when they hit like their uh what do they call that midlife crisis or whatever like i just pictured like the one thing that should never happen to me just being like oh, harley's <laughs> like fucking could i go ride <laughs> let's go ride and like you just and i got friends that do it and that's cool but i don't understand it and it just like doesn't make sense to me like is it I rode a motorcycle once. It was terrifying. It was not fun. I was going 45, and I felt like all it takes is one tire to pop, and I'm probably dead or deformed and ugly for the rest of my life. So that appeal, I don't know. I find it fascinating when people, like, go off the deep end or they, they, they hit that midlife crisis. I don't know if you guys ever seen, like, your parents go through a midlife crisis or anything. It's fascinating, to say the least, but... Uh, I don't know. I wonder what I almost wonder what mine's going to be. Maybe I'm in it already because I'm like doing like well, the podcasting say, and like, streaming and shit. Me and you, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> people like me and you have been having our midlife crisis since we're in our 20s. <laughs> I don't think, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't feel like I've grown up enough to deserve a midlife crisis. I think I have been living in the life of luxury of having, you know, doing just these hobbies and side projects and things like that uh and it, usually i think you see people break down when they've really committed their life to their job then they realize their job fucking sucks and then yeah. they have a midlife crisis i feel like i've kept a pretty good balance probably maybe too much on the adolescent end of things but i try to stay as young as possible 
I feel like that keeps it fresh though. You know, like you're not no, going to have a midlife crisis because you're enjoying life. You know, it's not like you've, I feel like those guys like hit a stage and they're like, fuck, I never drove a sports car. I need to go and buy a Corvette, you know? And that's normally what it is. It's like, let's go blow a bunch of cash on some sort of sports car or something like that. That's normally how you're like, Oh, that guy had a midlife crisis or something. So, I mean, I feel like if you keep it fresh, like you said, and you're, you know, you're interested in hobbies and your kids are keeping you interested in stuff. Like maybe you don't, Maybe we just won't hit that. I don't know. I, I can't wait till one of you fucking go off the deep end into a midlife crisis, and I'll send you a clip, <laughs> a clip of this podcast. <laughs> Remember Hunter, you stupid son of a bitch, when you said this. Hunter, Hunter has a horse ranch. <laughs> Move out to Montana. Britt and I raises prairie dogs. Something yeah. weird. I got forty-seven thousand prairie dogs. Good for you. <laughs> What do you got? <laughs> what do you got, big boy? What do you got? What a comeback. I got 47,000 prairie dogs. What do you got? I don't know, a life? <laughs> Damn it, he's right. <laughs> I have a yard, sir. Yeah. Do you guys, okay, so the, we, we, we've we definitely gone off all all around um, on, the, on the marriage and then off to us being men and being selfish and talking about our own things, but uh, do you Naturally. guys have? I, I wrote this down. I kind of want to. I want to get back to it. Like, uh, not if you don't want to talk about it, but uh, sex life. Are do you feel like over time, or if you're, yeah, there you go, Josh. Do you feel like that slows down, or do you think like you keep pace, or do you feel like there's a stigma where you have to do it? You know, like, is there like what are your guys like situations, or how do you feel about it, or like do you feel like you you still got that spark? Do you still got the because raising kids, I think, has changed the game a lot for me, where it's like you kind of like it's as random as like getting a phone call. It's just like, oh, the kids are gone. Oh, they, well, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and it's just like those stupid moments you saw in sitcom shows where the, you know, the Bundys would go up the steps or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. that's how Ties I feel. Coming off. Right. That's Shoot how I feel them. my sex life is sometimes now. It's like, oh, we get a break from like everything else we can. We can do this. I don't know. Like when we were young, when we were younger, it was more like it didn't matter. We didn't really give a shit. But now it's like now we're like old about it. It's still good, but it's just random. Anyway, tell me about your sex lives. <laughs> I agree. I think it's kind of the same. You know, it's like, yeah, you can't just be like whenever the hell you want. <laughs> you know, you got to pick and choose. Otherwise, you got kids like walking in your room if they are at home or something like that. I'm having but, uh, I'm having a lot more basement sex than I ever thought I would have. <laughs> I don't know if you could agree with that, guys. But... Jerry X murders from you. Yeah, yeah. just like, it's in random locations, like you just you know, never knew when it's going to strike. But no, yeah, I th- I, th- I agree with you, Jared. Like with the kids, it just it's like a whole other factor you got to like think about when you're trying to plan it out. If you even can plan it out, to be honest, just just spur of the moment shit, kind of. Yeah. No kids, know. baby. When the moment hits, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what I, I maybe it's because I, I, it's been like this since I, my my sex life is out of control. I mean, <laughs> the the amount of passion right now is is yeah, it's awesome. It's just I'm having the the most and best sex of my life. But I am I do notice something that has changed is that versus before children, I used to be able to do this little maneuver in the middle of the night. <laughs> 
just couldn't sleep and you almost get like that rollover and she's sleeping, but you get that sympathy thing or you just kind of like you hump her enough until she's sick of it and she gives up the cookie, you know? And then <laughs> that shit doesn't happen anymore. You know, she just slaps you in the face. Yeah. You know, has your wife ever done something on like the gross you out on purpose? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yes. and you get, you get those tactics now. No, just a and, big uh, fucking fart right your way. Like roll over and just breathe in your face. And they've been sleeping. You know, oh. they've been sleeping for six hours. You're like, yeah, no, that was that was my mistake. I shouldn't have asked you. <laughs> yeah, you fucking kidding me? One one weird confession I have to put out there, which, Uh-oh. honey, honey, sorry if you're watching. I don't know if you guys are like this, but I'm I'm not a big fan of making out. I'm just not like it, like I think when you're I'm, dating earlier on, you both brush your teeth constantly, and you're all worried about like the breath and everything. Uh-oh. And then after you're married, it's just like, it's the last thing I want to do. I watch you eat like a bunch of pickles. Like, I don't want to make out with you. <laughs> Where's the tolerance level? I know Jackie does that time. She's like, babe, your breath just, I'm sorry. It fucking, it smells. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like if you're dating, you know, pre-marriage, you, you put up with all that shit. Like I could smoke like the worst fucking stogie that night. And yeah. she's like, oh, let's make out. But then it's like. <laughs> I have like a stogie on the campfire and I walk in the oh fucking disgusting. I'm like, you used to like this. And you used to buy these for me. You said these don't smell good. (laughs) Just kind of keeping it in the rhythm. They do that. They women will like set up different boundaries, and then once you cross the threshold, then they lock in. Yeah, there's there's definitely things that change. Now I'm like, well, why don't we do that no more? It's because we're married. Oh. But I thought you liked it. I was lying to you. I hate it. <laughs> I was lying to you. I hate it. Do you know how many things I fucking cooked that I, that she finally confessed like years later that she doesn't like? God, that pissed me off. And she got mad at me. She got mad at me because I was more honest about it. Like right away in the beginning, she'd make spaghetti. And she'd be like, oh, do you, how do you like the spaghetti? I, was, I don't like spaghetti. <laughs> and then she'd just be like, oh, and like sad about it. And it's like. Told you from day one, I don't like like spaghetti. Sucks. It's the most boring bullshit meal. Throw the like, whole pot in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, and then she's crying. And... Know it, will. it took me seventeen minutes, Jared. Seventeen. <laughs> well, it should have took you nine. It only takes nine minutes to make fucking noodles the right way. Uh, yeah, no, no wonder why you have you hate spaghetti. If you're thinking spaghetti should take you fifteen minutes. I want el dente or nothing. Oh, boy. <laughs> but um, have you ever? Hey, have you ever? Oh, sorry. That just made me think of something. That's pretty good. Have you ever done this shit where your wife, <clears throat> you guys get an argument again? I, I love we're going back to food because I think that literally is like the the Real center illegal. of most bullshit arguments in a marriage. But you ever yeah. do this shit where like you fight about food or something about dinner, and then <laughs> you act like the bitch and you're like, "Well, I'm not hungry. I'm just not going to eat," and you just go without eating. Like somehow you're hurting her. Yeah. You're already fucking fat. <laughs> I know this, this is probably for more me, Jared. And Adam, oh like, my god! Like uh, I'm gonna go on a hunger strike and show you. Like they give a shit. Oh yeah, that uh, that is a fucking. You can't use their tactics against them uh, ever. You know, like when you pull no, that shit, it backfires it. immediately. They Here they are. I don't. Oh, I don't. See, I just do the opposite oh, and start eating her. There you go. I, I think like uh, it's it's surprising because there's such an inconsistency back on food again. There's such an inconsistency when it comes to shit, because like if I ever go to a restaurant 
whether it's McDonald's or fucking something fancy, anything. I have to bring something home. I could never come home with a bag of food and not have something for my wife. That's just something I understand from day one. But continuously, she can come home <laughs> and just have like, oh, with me and the kids stopped at McDonald's. And then I come up like a little fucking hungry rabbit like, would you get me anything? And you're like, well, no, I, I didn't think you were hungry. Oh, <laughs> or you said well, you did didn't you want ask? anything. And I was like, yeah, I said that like four hours ago. <laughs> I don't know if you guys go through that, but I get, I get that. I have every a now different because uh, yeah. Jackie's got like an autoimmune disease. So she's got like an extremely strict diet. So like she can't eat like any fast food whatsoever. But I just get like the guilt trip. Like we'll be driving like through, you know, Appleton or something like that. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm. Panda Express, some fucking orange chicken sounds good right now. And I'm like, I'm gonna go, and she'll just like kind of glare at me because like <laughs> she used to love, she used to love that food, but she can't eat it anymore. So like, I like get the bowl, and I'm just like munching away. I'm like, hey, do you mind driving so I can eat on the way home? And she's like, you fucking kid, are you kidding me right now? And she's like, oh, she's gonna right, smell it in your beard later when she's trying to kiss you. <laughs> and, and I think that's like the worst because like I can continue to eat whatever the fuck I want, but like. You know, we used to love going out for sushi, but now she can't have like, you know, grains or anything like that. So like the rice. So it's like we can't do that anymore. So I have to like kind of like rely on festival food Thursday, five dollars sushi, which isn't anywhere good compared no, to the that's normal awful. Shit. The quick trip has sushi now too. Gas station Ooh. sushi. What? <laughs> Yum. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man. Yeah>. So <laughs> speaking of quick trip, their chicken's phenomenal. I just want to plug that in there. The sponsor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh that uh there's a sushi. I forget what the, it's fucking called now. It's another term. Sush, sh, sushimi? sushimi? Yeah, it's that, raw. That, that's just the fish. So there's it's no rice. It's literally like a filet of octopus or eel or fish, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, because yeah. I just, I had that on Friday because Amanda got sushi and I can't, I'm on keto, so I couldn't eat it. So I had to eat sushimi. It sucked. She had yeah. two, she got two rolls. Like like mango madness roll and like a dragon roll or something. She had this. It was her birthday, so whatever. She she got to eat like a queen. But I just I just I ate my little like a little plastic thing of a like four pieces of fish, and I'm just like staring at her eating a delicious food. You bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't okay, I didn't I think that all the time. It's like what about, you know this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, no. If you want to get another food thing in going, because I'm going on, yeah, I'm going I mean, a well, different way. Just here. something that actually just popped him like happened this morning, and like this shit too, right? Like, so a week ago, you know, weekends we get like donuts or something for everybody for breakfast for the kids, you know. And we get, you know, I bring back or somebody does. I forget who gets it. Doesn't matter because she'll bring back donuts, and then there will be like twelve of them, and she eats like seven of them, right? And I still catch myself like being super fucking polite. But it pissed me off that she ate all these fucking donuts. So this yeah, this morning there was some a one blueberry muffin left. And there it is on my my island. I get up and I'm like, oh we go for a muffin. It looks good. <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, oh, but it's the only one. I know I'll get yelled at. I know yeah, I will. Yep. But I'll just this is what I'll do. I'll take a little piece off the top and I'll put it in my mouth and <laughs> And then I'll leave it. And now I can show her. This is what goes through my fucking mind. I can show her <laughs> I that I only green. took a piece. Of, I, I'm showing her that I was hungry, but I left her the rest of the muffin because I'm such a great guy. <laughs> and then 
I walk away and I remember about the fucking donuts. And I'm like, no, fuck that. So I go back and I cram the whole shit in my mouth and I just eat it. She comes out 15 minutes later and like clockwork, I knew it. Oh, you ate the last muffin? Nice. That was you? Did you eat that? Yeah, I ate it. You ate seven donuts last weekend. You just got like a notebook yeah. of all all the misdealings in the house. But it's just like it's like these little like friendly, funny jabs. At some point, it's, we're gonna snap probably. My, but it's uh, fun now. My wife used to get ice cream, and it would sit in the freezer for like a fucking year. And I finally <laughs> go in and I eat the little thing of ice cream. Next fucking night, where's my ice cream? Like, oh are my you fucking God. kidding me? Are you fucking oh kidding God. me? <laughs> but that that kind of shit happens all the time. Leftovers, I'll eat her leftovers like late at night. I'll sneak in the fridge and oh, yeah. <laughs> she gets so oh, mad. Dude, worst. It, oh. it, and, then, and then if you don't eat the leftovers, then it's like, well, that's just fucking, you know, they just want to waste. That's lose lose. Yeah. Yeah, like, if well, you, when I if eat you, your leftovers, you get pissed. But then when I don't eat them, you get fucking pissed. Too. Yeah, we can't win. <laughs> they just constantly. Constantly keeping us on our toes. And we all agree. That's just what husbands have to do. They're just, you know, we're just never going to be fucking right. <laughs> I'm just laughing at all of you guys right now. I don't. Adam has. I don't know how you problem. do it. I have none of these problems. My wife is five. <laughs> My wife is five foot three, and I'm six foot four and four hundred pounds. She knows who ate everything. <laughs> <sighs> And she but left it, uh, me. She's like, hey, I bought a bunch of extra stuff. I know you're going to eat it all. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. There's nothing worse than like going on a diet and then set, uh, giving your wife the okay to keep you in check. Because that just like gives you more reason to get mad at her. Like, yeah, I don't I, do that either. Like I, I, I went a whole week on it and then she had her birthday and they uh, her and Maddie made this fucking beautiful strawberry cake. It was like <laughs> a fucking mile high. I just Tell wanted the way you're talking about it. Yeah. I just wanted one little piece and I, I ate it and it was just like that's not the, the look I got. And then I was like, oh well because of that I can have a couple drinks, right? And then it was just uh, it was shame. It was the look of shame as soon as I started I don't know. I mean I like that. Yeah, I like that, that I like what it is they're smart like heather will do that and like i'll tell her i'm going on a diet and then i'll get something at the store and she doesn't make a even it's what she says she just looks at me and goes oh are you sure <laughs> that's that's all i get like and then chess pieces. It, gets me, it works every time i'm like no i'm, I'm not sure i'll put it back deep you down like a like frozen burritos you're like god these look fucking good and she's like oh, you man. know how much shit's in that it's like oh it's so bad i'll just put it back on the shelf <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst she says jackie eats so healthy because of like her like her diet she's on so like i'll grab something that just like the college me would have been like oh fuck yeah this is like my meal the next four nights and she's like oh how much crap's in that and i'm like fuck yes Yes, I do. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> no, I'm at that You're, point where I don't give a shit. You should grab have, that. Have grab. any of you ever had that moment where you run up to your wife in a store, it doesn't even have to be grocery, with an item in your hand, like a kid, <laughs> and she says no? <laughs> nope. 
Dave, the Mad, the Mad Max trilogy is on sale, 10 bucks on Blu-ray. Why do we need that? It's Mad Max. I mean, come on. Have you I'm ever, here's the real question, have you ever said no to any of your wife's purchases? Nope. No. No. There's, you say no, but you know they just do it in the background. Babe, yeah. I really needed it. Oh, okay. Well, you, sure. you also do it. You're like, so you can get that Mad Max fucking. You think that's gonna give you a golden ticket and fucking. Oh yeah. I think that's we the bought- true reason. I think that's the true reason why my wife doesn't want me to go grocery shopping or go to stores. Like she likes it all online, so she has total control. Because I always oh, come, yeah. I always come home with like extra shit. She knows what she's doing. She's wise, but she can shop on Amazon nonstop. There's always packages at the door. I don't know what the fuck's coming or going. And now we're wrapping into part two of marriage with Amazon shopping. Oh God, yeah. Right. Don't, why do no, Why do I'm we need guilty party? You're the Amazon shopper. Oh yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. That's why I am. I had a bad run at it, and then I gave her total control because it was just like, oh, I spent fucking thirteen hundred dollars last month on bullshit. <laughs> Whoopsie. These daily deals are great. Shit adds up, but like some of it makes sense. Like if you're gonna order like toilet toiletries and stuff like on Amazon, it kind of makes sense. Like you can get like bulk order yeah. paper towel and toilet paper. That was really nice to have last year for some reason. I don't know, it just worked out. <laughs> Everyone else was losing <laughs> their minds over at the store, and I'm like, oh, I do that on Amazon. Did anybody run out of toilet paper through that shit? No. No. Would you have had too much pride to just ask your neighbor for a roll? Or would you have just no. dug in there barehanded? <laughs> I had a lot of old yeah. shirts. There you go. Yeah. A good washcloth. Three boys who just decide to use like a whole roll of toilet paper every single time they take a shit. So oh my God. a lot of it. Isn't like, it amazing? Hey, what? Who's, whose kids are bad at wiping their ass? Is that uh, mine? I'm horrible. Liam oh like just God. grabs like eighteen sheets of it and then just crumples it in a ball and just dabs it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, take two How do you or three, fix that? Four or three plies, fold it, and wipe. You probably do two wipes, you're good. And he goes, Oh, I always forget. And I'm like, shit, man, you gotta get this stuff together. You guys want to know a parenting fucking hack that'll save your save your lives? Yes. Yes, please. please. <laughs> warm, warm up a fucking little Hershey block and then smear it on their thigh and then give them some toilet paper to practice with so they can physically <laughs> see, they can see the progress and they'll understand the motion. Sawyer, Sawyer he wipes like a champ. <laughs> oh, shit, huh? I'm going to be so mad just, at that. Just make, sure, for me. just make sure you don't like get the fucking chocolate molten hot and pour it on your child. <laughs> <laughs> Why is here? Why is my son at the hospital? Because my my dad poured melted chocolate on me. <laughs> Explain that one. So why are you trying to recreate an LL Cool J video on your kid? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys have to go through? Uh, I know we keep jumping around. Um, you guys have a lot of uh, interesting times. Like, are holidays easy? Is there a bunch of fuckery? When it comes to the holiday season, being married and everything else, because like my wife's family is uh, there's a divorce there. So there's like, you know, and there's feuding there. So it goes even deeper. So there's like five, no, four Christmases on that side that have to get navigated through. 
it's exhausting. But anyway, I was curious if you guys have like some uh, marriage, if if that changed or you that's usually you establish that before you get married anyway, like what's going on holiday wise or any of that shit. I got pretty lucky. This is the first time my parents actually enjoy uh, my significant other. Well, now my wife's parents and actually just Easter. They spent all Easter together. And what a fucking relief that is. Like, yeah, that can be a pleasure. Oh, my God. I've never dealt with anything otherwise. It's always my, my especially my mother. She's like the grand matron of the family. She like pushes people off her porch all the time. So like she's. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it it was a big deal when that happened. It was just such a fucking sigh of relief. It's a probably don't have to deal with, you know. Mine was a little different because I'm an only child, and I have like probably seven cousins total, and Jackie has like fifty cousins total, and like just tons of it. Like her dad's like one of eleven. Her mom's one of thirteen. Holy so like, shit! Like the wow. dynamic of like the smaller like you know, holidays compared to that I was used to growing up, like changed like drastically. So like now we have like 40 people in the house and like, you know, everyone's trying to find a spot to like fucking sleep on a couch or, you know, everyone's arguing which rooms getting where blow up mattresses are going up. I mean, I mean, it's, it's fun because like, you know, I normally our Christmas are pretty small and now we have like a huge group of people coming together, which is, which is cool. But you know, Jackie was the the only dynamic that's kind of changed. She was in a, a pretty bad car accident, so she's kind of got anxiety about driving, especially in the winter. And my family's like up north, like three hours in Rhinelander, so like the drive is just kind of tough, you know. Especially with the kids, you know, they're getting better now that they're getting older. But you know, when you have kids that are like one and three and stuff, and car seats and stuff, like a three-hour drive is just kind of a pain in the ass. So yeah, I think this year we might get you know, a little bit back to going back up north and, you know, splitting everything up. But yeah, I mean, we, we like, we, our biggest thing is we wanted to make our own like family time. So like Christmas morning is our immediate, like in our house family time. And then after that, we'll kind of figure it out from there where we distribute the us, the grants around, so to speak. Adam, do you got uh, some uh, fun run around Christmas? I don't know how holiday fun. It's not so bad for me. My whole family is pretty much in the county, so we all kind of get together on one day. Um, neither of my parents have very big families, and my wife's parents live in Marinette, um, but her families are both huge, and none of their relatives are super close. Um, her parents are divorced, and her mom lives out in Washington State, so we don't. We try to get out there whenever we can, but. As far as traveling around for the holidays, usually everything is is here, so we don't go very far. So who's who's got some uh, in laws that they feud with? Any you guys got lucky on that end, or do you, is who's got some dirt, or even like their like grandparents or anything like that? There's got to be something because I got one. I get along with everybody, mind you, but there's a mental. I don't know if it's a mental block or like a everyone in the family bends to the will of amanda's grandma gg is the ruler she's the one in charge of everything and i i just can't so i'm always pissing her off <laughs> with everything but i don't know if you guys have that kind of like i'm just i'm just gonna put it out there i'm gonna vent this off 
I'm airing it out, guys. I'm letting, I'm letting it fly. So would you be okay with somebody giving you Christmas deer to set up in your yard through the holiday, and then at the end of the Christmas season, they come by and they pick them back up? Why not just give me the <laughs> why not just give me the Christmas deer? Jared's settling in an argument right now. He just wants more people on his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wow. it's like I don't want them. They're ugly. So you were so you were were you forced to set them up or were they did you ask to be lent them? I didn't know. It was just like, oh, I have these Christmas deer for you. And I was just like, I don't I don't want them. And then Amanda was like, Oh, uh, Gigi wants to bring her Christmas deer to add to our decorations. I was like that's weird because we didn't ask for them. It's like, and then I'm like, I don't want them. She's like, no, we're we're getting them. And she's like, she's like that too. My wife is very much like, no, you do, you bend to the will of Gigi and do the things. And I'm just like, I don't want them. So now every Christmas, I have to get these deer from her, and they come with standard 1970s extension cords, prone to fires. I have to set them up in my yard. They freeze to the ground. Then I have to chisel them out and get them back to her on a random day because she'll just be like, oh, I'm coming to get my deer. And, of course, I have to get them out. But, yeah, why not just give us the the deer? <laughs> why do I have to – Why like, I mean, what do you do with the deer <laughs> on the off season? Like, are that's they going – I feel like that's the point you got to make. Like, what are you doing with them? <laughs> hey, how about we just store them here for you? That'll be easier. You know, maybe you, like, throw that back at her. She, uh, she's also the, not, not to like, she has a good side about her and everything, but she's got that, like, she's the boss lady and everybody's always kissed her ass. So that's just how she operates. So like we were driving to the Neville public museum and the GPS was giving us directions and she got pissed at the GPS and said it was leading us the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's not 2003. This shit actually works now. Yeah. And we ended up there fine. But that's like that's what I have to deal with. Like that's the only burden on my. <laughs> that's the only thing I got to vent off. I don't know if you guys have any situation similar or a weird. Adam, you look like you might. I just like to put something out here for this. Um, hi, Gigi. I'm my name is uh, Adam Gothier, <laughs> and uh, I'm a lifelong friend of Amanda's. And I just want to say that uh, if you feel like writing them out of the will right now. Give me a call, and uh, I'll get you all my pertinent information, including social security and address. And you rest assured that Uncle Adam will be here for you in good times and bad, okay? Okay? Oh, dude. I, care, oh, wow. I care about you, Gigi. My, my, wife, my wife is the only grown-up in that whole family. I shit you not. Like she organizes all the holidays, all the everything, getting a hold of everybody. She does all the things, but then everyone else gets to go to the things and then dictate the things. It's really bizarre and annoying, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, my my mother-in-law's, uh, she, she is an extra woman. No, no, she, she's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful woman. Help. No, I'm kidding. She's she's really great, but she she does this thing where she like you know I I'm a minimalist. I don't like keeping a lot of things. I get rid of a lot of things, and I one thing I'll never accept from anybody or like I hate taking hand me downs. Absolutely hate it. Drives me fucking bonkers. And this every time you may have mentioned something, this woman's pushing a hand me down on you. And 
you're always put in this awkward position and it's, and she's a, you know, they're a very Italian, like strong Italian family. And you can't say no once you have to fucking raise your voice to like say no, you know, you can't, Oh oh, no, thank you. And then literally she's getting it and like giving it to you. And you have to be like, no, I don't want it. (laughs) That sounds like my mother. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, other than that, I mean, it's shit. Uh, I I have great in-laws. Yeah, I, I get along with mine too. Like my my father and law and I, like he'll just sometimes call me. It'd be like Friday night, and he's like, "Tell Jackie to bring the boys over to the house. You and me are gonna go out and get some beers." I'm like, "Yeah, all right, sounds good." So then we'll, we'll go out and have drinks until sometimes like twelve o'clock at night, and I get texts. And, it, and it's kind of like a weird, like area because it's like i can't really get yelled at because i'm hanging you know with my father-in-law so like jackie can't yeah. get too pissed at me oh but my she God. still does kind of like it's just bullshit you just get to go out and always just hang out <clears throat> with my dad and you know you guys get drunk and i'm like well and i also feel awkward because it's like well, i don't want to be like no <laughs> you know it's like you know he does a lot for you know our family and everything he's always like helping out and stuff and he loves our you know those boys and everything so it's like I don't want to be like, no, I'm not not hanging out with you at all, John. Sorry about that. But yeah, so it's like it's kind of like a weird situation because it's like Jackie can't get too mad at me because I'm hanging out with her dad. But she's like, he only wants to hang out with you. He never wants to hang out with me. I'm like, well, I'm just more fun than you are. I'm sorry. No. Like, and if you say that as a joke, they'll take it literally and get mad at no, you. She, she just, she's <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I got to do so much extra ice fishing because of that excuse where I would just get asked by Amanda's uh, brothers or... Uh, Oh, nice. her, her dad and then i would just look at it and be like i have to go <laughs> i can't say oh, no <laughs> yeah it's tough and fun at the same time well overall let's give a let's give marriage a fucking rating of a hot dog <laughs> marshmallow <laughs> or budgie pie <laughs> i'm gonna give uh let's give hunter the floor for the first pick here oh, shit Some marshmallow um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I might have to go with pudgy pie again. I just feel like it's a very uh, Swiss Army <laughs> knife answer, basically. <laughs> I think there's just so many things. I mean, like I, I think we talked about it earlier. It's like yeah, marriage kind of evolves. You know, you kind of see this outside shell of a person, <laughs> and you kind of fall in love with, and then you kind of you open up and you get to know them more. And you know, <laughs> sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's for the worse. But no, I feel like you know it's. You know, for me and Jackie, I feel like we've grown uh, even closer throughout our eight years together and stuff, being married, and we know each other more. We know what ticks us off. We know when it's pointless to argue about shit. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like the inside of this pudgy pie is not ketchup and mayo this this week. It's uh, it's nice maybe PB&J, you know, a good one, something I like. Mm. All right, uh, Adam? <laughs> You know, to, to really sum it all up, I think I think marriage is a it's a pudgy pie that's made out of hot dogs and marshmallows. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. The trifecta. <laughs> We're ready for it. Yeah, it's because I don't know what the rating system means. <laughs> it doesn't have a meaning. <laughs> so if you put all of them together, then you're not wrong. <laughs> but no, he's like Adam just trying to cover his ass for when his wife. Marriage, but marriage is juggling. It is. It's just juggling. 
like, but don't, the nice part about marriage, you don't have to have a representative of yourself anymore. Like you don't have to try to be someone to make someone happy. Like now you get to take all that shit off. Like, so four stars to marriage or whatever, like it's a blast. Sometimes you change the rules, but we'll accept it. All right, Josh. <laughs> I do what I want. Uh, <laughs> marriage is like a marshmallow. Shit starts on fire, and as time goes on, you both shrivel to nothing, and then there's death. <laughs> it's over. That's awful. Yeah. You slowly fall off the stick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you guys didn't know I was gonna put the rating system to this, did you? Oh, um, really? I thought you were gonna have fun. That. I know it was gonna be the same, same rating system. Though. Yeah, we should do a different one every week. That's gotta be camping related, though. Fuck, I guess. Um, is that the only things you bring camping? Is hot dogs, marshmallows, and fun, you guys? <laughs> we should do. We should do an episode on camping, probably. Oh, <laughs> oh awful. <laughs> I got to get mine off real quick. Uh, marriage is a hot dog um, because you can put a lot of different things into it and try different things. And, uh, you know, it's like we're one side, we're each one of the buns along the the source of goodness. <laughs> I, was just, I was just hoping that you weren't going to say marriage is like a hot dog. It's all lips and assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that so much too. more appropriate. That was that literally too. the equivalent of like your, your your first day as a freshman in speech class, and that's what Jared did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much. You've been watching Camping for Assholes. <laughs> <laughs>